Welcome to another edition of Mr. C's HVAC Podcast. Today, I'd like to take a couple minutes and talk about manifold gauges. Everybody says, hey, manifold gauges. Uh, are those those red and blue and yellow things with the knobs on them that people put on air conditioning and refrigeration systems? Yes, it is. Now, there are basically two types of manifold gauges out there. When I say types, I don't mean brands. I mean two different types. So let's look at analog gauges and digital gauges. So everybody wants to be fancy, tech savvy. Yay. It's all great technology and run out and spend six to 800 to a thousand dollars on digital gauges. Digital gauges are amazing. They can do temperature and pressure and temperature relationships. They have every refrigerant PT chart and demand programmed into them already. They come with temperature line sensors you can clip on your suction side and your liquid line and it will automatically figure out superheat and subcooling for you and basically do everything except for walk your dog. Everybody now is convinced they need to run out and get a pair. Wait, hold on. Let's talk about negatives to digital gauges. Number one negative is batteries or recharging them. And number two negative is having them calibrated regularly. Number three is, depending on the manufacturer, some seriously faulty hardware I'm not going to point any fingers, but uh, those of you who've used certain brands of digital gauges know, especially with the clip-on temperature sensors, not so good. And probably my biggest problem with digital gauges would be accuracy. And you're saying to yourself, wait a minute, Mr. C, accuracy, but they're digital. Nothing could go wrong. I want to tell you something. Believe it or not, if you bang around a set of digital gauges, they will get out of calibration. And when that happens, you're not going to know it until it's too late. Just imagine if your digital gauges were 2 PSIG off. How long do you think it would take you to figure out that your gauges were two PSIG off. Maybe you go the entire year and you hit your normal calibration time to get them calibrated and you say, huh, well, never even knew. Or maybe they're four PSIG off and you don't know it and you skip your calibration window How many units do you think you verify charge on with a digital set of gauges that are 4 PSIG off? 
Now, the only way for you to be able to figure this out would be to, I don't know, let's say, get a nitrogen tank and note the ambient air pressure relationship to temperature with nitrogen and then set the regulator on the tank to 100 PSIG and then hook up your gauges and see if they read 100 PSIG with nitrogen. Uh, or some other gas with a known pressure. Now, as a service technician, or a future service technician, how often do you think you're going to do that to verify your digital gauges are in calibration? Most of the time, people don't even pay attention to it until it gets so bad that there's no way it could be right. Now, like I said, I'm talking about a pound here, a pound there. This is just something to keep in mind. Now, if I flip it over to the other side of the coin, meaning analog gauges, analog meaning a needle, analog meaning pressure pushed on a boron tube, adjusting the needle to the corresponding pressure temperature relationship with the refrigerant, that is what I mean by analog gauges. What's nice about analog gauges is you can self-zero them every time if needed. The other thing that's nice about it is, from an educational standpoint is, they will not make you stupid. If you, if you value education, if you value using your mind on the job, if you value understanding why you're doing what you're doing and actually figuring things out like a service tech should, then you're probably not going to be a fan of digital gauges anyway because it takes all of the educational process out of the equation. You no longer have to do your subcooling and superheat math. You no longer have to look at a PT chart or use the gauges to be able to figure out pressure temperature relationship. Everything's already done for you. You don't have to worry about all these different temperature readings you have to take and hook in your temperature probes from your multimeter or your temperature setup, whatever you got you're using. So yeah, it's faster to use digital gauges. It's more convenient. But when is convenience and speed ever really equaled quality results and education? It's just something to think about. So, when you're out there shopping, looking for gauges to buy, thinking you're making big money now, you want to get the bestest, most fanciest things you can get, when you look at those six to $800 to $1,000 gauges, and then you see the nice four-valve brute manifold with the sight glass with a quarter-inch and a three-eighths vacuum hose on it, and you look at those and you say, you know what? I'm going to go with Mr. C on this one and get the analog gauges and keep that money in my pocket for something better. I hope this has been beneficial to you. And until next time, Mr. C has left the building. Welcome everybody to the Next episode of Mr. C's HVAC Podcast. Uh, the last video I did was about manifold gauges and 
kind of on a tool kick right now, so I thought I would talk about an amp probe. Amp probe is just a amp meter and a voltmeter and an ohm meter rolled into one. And there are literally a thousand choices out there for amp meters. Multiple manufacturers, multiple locations you can buy them at, and probably the craziest price ranges you've ever seen for a individual item that many say they do the exact same things. So let's take a few minutes and talk about what you need a meter to do in the HVAC field. Now, there's also things you may not need it to do, but they just come with the meter, right? So um, I have a meter that I always recommend because it's a great value. It's great reliability. Um, it does everything you need it to do, regardless of what you're doing in the field. And the brand I've used for probably over 20 years and never had any issues with accuracy or reliability. Uh, and so I always recommend a specific brand. Normally I don't do things like this on my podcast, but you know what? Uh, if you go on YouTube, everybody wants to review everything and I have no sponsors, um, on my podcast. So I feel comfortable with giving you the information. I'm only going to talk about, uh, the brand and the model of amp probe that I recommend on here. We're just going to say the other brands that are worth buying are overpriced compared to the meter that I'm going to recommend. So, uh, without further gilding the lily or any more ado, let me look on my phone here and pull up the one that I want to talk about today. And the meter I want to talk about today is made by UEI, and it is a DL4, four, four, hold on, just want to make sure I don't want to get this wrong, because then you're going to say, Mr. C told me to buy the wrong model. It's missing this feature. DL479. UEI DL479. Current Amazon price for this meter is $135. Meters comparable to this are going to range from, well, obviously you can get one cheaper than this, but it's going to be cheaper than this. For meters that are comparable to this, you're going to get somewhere between $250 to $435 for the other two competitive UEI brands. This meter will uh, do true RMS for those of you who have to deal with that on the field. Uh, 6,000 count. It is also 600 volt AC and 600 amps. It is voltage tester. It is clamp on AC-DC voltage. It is AC-DC amps. It is temperature. It is capacitance. It's frequency. It's diodes, continuity, resistance, non-contact volt sensor. It has 
leads, it has alligator clips, it has a temperature probe, and it has a magnetic mount on the back, and it has a LED work light built into it, and a data hold button for when you're searching between readings and need to lock that baby in. This meter is a great first meter. It's a great only meter, honestly. It'll do everything you need to do. It'll even do DC milliamps. So I just wanted to bring this meter to your attention because I'm very happy with this meter. Um, I've recommended it to a lot of people and they've all been really happy with it. And I've been using UEI since probably 1993, 1994 and have never had a bad UEI product. And for the money, I always look at what can I get that's gonna do everything I need it to do. It's reliable, it's a quality product. I can count on it and I'm not gonna to have to spend an arm and a leg to get it. Uh, when I look at all those factors, uh, that always brings me to UEI for amp probes, multimeters, anything I need to do as far as testing. They are uh, the most reasonably priced and the best quality that I've found. So wanted to let you know that, uh, especially when you get out there, you know, in the field, if you're not already out there already, you really always need to have two meters on your truck, right? Oh, also that meter is fused. Uh, and so, and it doesn't take crazy batteries. Um, so you're not gonna have to worry too much about the upkeep of it. And you don't have to worry about blowing it up. You just gotta replace the fuse if you uh, overload it somehow. Uh, so all that being said, uh, it's a good all around meter. And if you're gonna have two meters, I'd start out with this one. And then when you get big and fancy and you wanna spend $400 on a meter for no reason, just cause you got money to burn, then this is a great meter to have as a backup meter in your van. So hope that's helpful to you. Uh, it's on Amazon. You can get it at supply houses too. Amazon's probably gonna be five or six bucks cheaper than a supply house, but uh, you never know. You may know somebody who knows somebody who can get you an amazing deal at a local supply house. Uh, or you may just know somebody, or you may be having a refrigerant tool credit uh, at a supply house, or maybe your company says, hey, here's some money, go get a better meter. So all those things are options. I hope this was beneficial to you. And until next time, Mr. C has left the building.